You're listening to the Light Novel Podcast. Visit us online at lightnovelpodcast.com. Hello and welcome to the Light Novel Podcast. I'm your host, Bio Gundam, and today we're going to be covering the series Emif, the Island of Golems. And joining us, to, joining me today is almost the entire gang. So we have mm-hmm. Flies. Yo, what up? We have John Luke. Hello, people. We have Mirage. Good morning. And Terence. What's up? Right, so um, I didn't have enough time to read Emif, Island of Go- um, mm-hmm. Island of Golems, because I've been incredibly busy and shit just happens to pile up. So um, so before we start off, what is Emif, Island of Golems, about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about so... the island and people mm-hmm. who live there make lots of golems. Yes, yeah, so, so the golems, basically, this island has this, like, clock tower or whatever... It allows the golems to move. It's it's based in the church called the Torah Church, and uh, it allows golems to basically exist on this island. Golems pretty much just like automatons almost. They're pieces of scrap metal just kind of slammed together to make a body. Um, they can take on multiple shapes or forms, um, but the big thing is that the golems have to have a remote incantation put on their bodies. It's basically just like code or instructions that say, you know, how the arms and the limbs move. Um, they don't get into too much detail about it, but the big thing that they do say is each golem needs a restrictor to be able to move. And a restrictor is basically something that restricts their action. So for instance, um, the main character puts on his golem that he can't harm harm, harm or kill humans. So um, with that restrictor, basically if it kills a human, the golem will die. It'll cease to exist. Um, and uh, there are other ones like um, this golem can only function for two hours a day. So it can't go beyond that limit. It'll sh- just shut down for the day. Um, and yeah, so that's the setup um, of the world sphere for it. It is a world where there are people living in poverty, which is kind of our main character. Um, Cliff, he's an orphan. And he lives basically in the slums. Uh, there are railway stations that were abandoned, subway stations, because they have a new like above ground train system or something. But anyways, he lives in the slums, and uh, he works for illegal, illegal golem tamers um, and golem artificers, people that make golems illegally and it basically just means that they make golems with parts they find and uh in this world only the church can allow people to make golems so there's kind of this whole class system kind of thing with the church ruling over the little people and saying whether whether they can or can't uh make golems and it's pretty much just you have to pay a fee to be able to make them legally. Yeah, and our main character's like, I don't have money, so fuck that bureaucracy. Yeah, and so, you know, basically comes at odds with um, the rabbis from the Torah church who come and confiscate all of his gold materials. They break up the shop that he's working for, this Akizu company, and uh, they steal steal all the gold parts, and he's going to go and take them back. So he travels to the prestigious head island where all the rich people live and he goes to try to steal his items back it's it's a very small kind of story start 
But then this girl level shows up and it becomes this whole grand adventure. She's um, she stole this like red cube from this boy named Jair. Again, story gets kind of like big. Um, but basically, there's this boy named Jair. He has these cubes. He can put them in the ground and it creates a golem from, say, dirt or from um, debris. He can create golems basically on, on command. And that's not the way you're supposed to create them. You're supposed to encant and like actually build something to make yeah, them. Like the, um, the, the more I hear this terminology, I'm just more reminded of like freaking Old Testament. Like sons of Israel now build golems. Like it's literally yeah. like I'm getting all these Old Testament vibes. Yeah, well, the church, they say it's modeled on like, yeah, like obviously rabbis. It is kind of modeled on that Old Testament kind of thing. But yeah, and then uh, so this girl level, she shows up and she's got this red cube and she's she's trying. She basically goes to the church to give it to them to say there's this boy named Jair that wants to destroy your church. I'm going to uh, give you this, uh, you know, cube and, you know, just trust me on this and, you know, uh, keep an eye out for this boy and t take him out before he can take you out. And instead, the church, uh, the the officer at the church, it's a, a young woman. She decides to try to arrest Lovell. Like, okay, Lovell's trying to help them. Of New Testament. So yeah. the main character is Jesus. And he's trying to fight against the old establishment that goes against God's wisdom. Okay. All right. I'm liking this already. So, so, so. like one, one question, like, yeah, because, uh, yeah, for people listening, I didn't read it also. So I'm going to ask a bunch of questions. Yeah. So, um, is there anyone that makes like, uh, uh, golem that doesn't have any restriction? Like does the oh. red cube do that? Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of hard for me to say if it does or doesn't because, um, two of the golems that I know were made from the red cubes do have restrictors, but I don't know if they needed them. Um, the big thing with those cubes are that you can just kind of like birth something out of nothing. You can kind of write what the code is on the cube itself and then insert it into whatever you want. And it'll it'll basically take the form of of that. Um, but but yeah, long story short, these characters you find out later, this guy Jair, he's trying to correct collect all the red cubes again. Um, Lovell, you find out, stole it from him to basically keep the red cube from him so he couldn't um, unearth the ultimate weapon, which is named Sephiroth, of course. This is a Square Square Enix title. There's a golem named Sephiroth, and it's the big baddie at the end, kind of. Um, Sephiroth's but... film, like, um, theme plays in the background, and then Cloud gets his Buster Sword and cuts him in half, and then he, you know, then he gets revised as the the savior, and mankind is now forgiven of all their sins. Like, this is a great book. <laughs> but but yeah, the whole story, it's it, you know, I'm presenting it, and it's maybe I don't know if it's sounding any coherent, but it gets much more incoherent. It gets much more into like creating life, you know taking responsibility for creating life um i think they're trying to do some some allusions to like or you know orphaning cliff in the you know in the you know beat beat downtown you know him becoming an orphan you know should his parents have given birth to him or whatever i don't know but like just the idea of like you need to take responsibility if you create life that's kind of a message 
but there's a ton of weird messages in the story. They don't all really connect. I felt like the classist thing that they kind of talk about at the beginning between like the church and, you know, those impoverished, they never really like solve it. You know, like they never like, oh, they took down the church and now everything's going to be great for everybody that lives on the island. Like, I, I don't think they ever really got that across. Like, they never really deal with it. Yeah, um, but, uh, wow. isn't, isn't it just a, a setup for the story, like a background thing? Uh, I mean, it definitely could have been more because because there is there are some other characters that are involved. Um, one, one of the main plot points that I'll spoil You know, I mean, we're just going to talk on the whole thing. So one of the main plot points is um, this girl, Lovell, um, you find out later that her her mother was a prostitute and that she lived, you know, on Chest Island or whatever. And uh, she was going to give up her daughter. She was going to have, yeah, she oh, was going to have a prostitute. Uh, a prostitute on yeah. Chest Island. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so... So she was gonna she was gonna actually have an abortion and get rid of her baby if I remember right, um, or her other choice was to leave her baby at the church, and so I think she goes to Chor Tor Church and she's thinking of leaving her baby there um, for them to raise, um, and yeah, so 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 definitely uh, one of the one of the things they push is that this mother, she ends up dying. And I don't think they ever fully explain why or how she died. Listen, she just came yeah. out with anime, like, mother disease. You know, they just <laughs> died. You know, they give birth, and then, you know, and then, like, you know, kid grows up, and they're like, where's your mother? And it's just like, she just died. And, you know, it just happens. They just drop yeah. like flies. Yeah, you, you know they do that for simplicity, right? <laughs> If they wanted to do anything for simplicity in this book, they failed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so so this mother you know she dies and the people that lived at the church they kind of took care of the mother and also the kid um and when she dies they get very bitter and they blame the society and the whole golem system on why she died again they never really show her death in a society because she doesn't have yeah. jesus in her life <laughs> but 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 yeah she she You know, I don't I don't know exactly what the story is trying to say, but it basically was saying that she she died because the society demands maybe she died from some kind of like, you know, obviously she's a prostitute, probably like some kind of STD or something like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I and then like slapping and rapping in this society. Yeah. And so 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 then, you know, if if she hadn't had to take up such a dangerous, you know, kind of work. You know, if the society didn't rely on golems and the people that couldn't use them uh, were impoverished, then she would have lived. So the way this is presenting it, it does seem like, okay, well, golems are a bad thing, right? But the story ends up being people that are trying to take down the church and trying to stop golems from existing because this mother died and more people like her on the island are impoverished and, and will die or whatever in the future. They're trying to right that wrong. They're the bad guys, and <laughs> the good yeah, guys well, are the ones now, now trying to keep the golems. Now that yeah. you're mentioning it, uh, if it comes from Square Enix, it's pretty much the plot point of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Like, you're terrorists <laughs> trying to bring down people that are harvesting, uh, like, the planet's life force. So a bit of a similar uh, concept, but with uh, 
very different I, I, I mean, this sounds like a side plot for a Final Fantasy game. Like, this is the prequel <laughs> to Final Fantasy XX. Golems are evil, and we need to bring Jesus back into our lives. You've got to kneel before the Lord, people. But yeah, I mean, I mean the like... Problem, the problem yeah, I oh, had with this book um, is that it tries to tell... It feels like it tries to tell half a dozen stories at once. <laughs> it is quite a long book uh, compared to other light novels. It's just a one-shot, but it, uh, a good twice as long as some others I've read. Um, and the basic uh, premise is that it has a good dozen characters... Um, Neither of them are pretty well developed, but mm -hmm. um, it uh, the story is basically characters meet, fight b uh, the bad bad guy, flee to another uh, location, split up, meet up with other characters, fight another bad guy, split up, run to another location, uh, f uh, meet other characters, fight another bad guy, and uh, all the so while. So basically, there's no like breathing time. There's not no, no out. time at all. They're just moving from one fight to mm -hmm. the next, and um, after the fight, they re reveal a, another plot point, um, mm -hmm. advance the story, move on to the next fight. It's just the same type of thing, half a dozen times over over the time of the novel, and yeah. it gets really old by the time you're two thirds through the novel. Honestly. This book could have this book could have maybe used another certain like another volume or two like if it's like doing all these fucking plot points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, that it might have been better if it had been uh, a three uh, three trilogy or something like that. Um, I mean, I mean the best thing had taken comes in threes. If they had taken the time to develop the characters a bit more, to give them time between uh, between this action scenes to um yeah to flesh out the world a bit more mm -hmm. for uh, they even in this one book they reuse locations quite a lot mm -hmm. um they are they are going to the church i think three times um over the course, course of this book first this group then the next the other group then two both groups combined mm -hmm. Then there's this doctor character who I don't even remember how he fits in all of this. It's been <laughs> a while since I read the book. Um, yeah, okay. It just fits in, okay? Yeah. Like it just works. It, yeah. So, so this do doctor character, yeah, so, so I can add a little bit. Is this underground doctor character? I think he's also a professor, but he runs a clinic. And um, his big thing, he ends up being allied with the enemy. But he also kind of turns back to the good side at the yeah, end. That's, that's another alert. thing. The people are switching sides <laughs> like underwear in this uh, in this one volume. So, so, so this doctor, um, he ends up meeting up with basically the big, the real big baddie, the guy behind everything. And it turns out it's this guy. You know, spoiler, 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 or like if yeah if you wanted to try this one it's, there's this there's this we know it's the devil we get it <laughs> yeah so so there's this guy he's he was the one that kind of came up with sephiroth ish but what he wanted to do was use the red cubes to basically um bring back that prostitute that died the the mother of of level um and after she died you know he stole all the cubes all the research basically into sephiroth and uh 
he became a custodian actually at the school. Don't know why he decided to live in the school system and hide that way. But so he went to the he went to this underground doctor and the doctor changed his face so that he could hide. And uh, their whole thing was that they bonded over the loss of their loved ones because that doctor's um, daughter died tragically and uh, it was like some disease or something she died from. What the fuck and- is going on? Just stick to the Bible, man. You don't have to make it this convoluted. Listen, good versus evil, it's not that hard. <laughs> so 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 anyways, both these characters want to rebirth, you know, the loved ones that they lost, and they're actually gonna do it with those red cubes. If you insert those red cubes, you just like coat it with the memories of your dead ones. And if you insert it into a living human body, it will basically be the embodiment of your daughter or girlfriend, wife, whatever it was. You know, it'll be the embodiment of that person. But it doesn't, I don't know, they, they try to say that, that the soul, you know, goes back into the body or something. Like, they don't ever actually say that's what happens, but they think of it as that. It's just, it's pretty much just like... They're just reprogramming somebody's memories with this thing. Wow. With this yeah, and because it's, yeah. uh, it's just so easy to simply program <laughs> the personality of your loved one into something. Um, it, it, it is very convoluted. Now, this, this author did go on to make a um, visual novel that I actually did enjoy called Root Double. But yeah, you can, you can see like this feels... There are certain things in here that kind of feel so so plot twisty like just for the like, sake of honestly, being a plot this twist could have, this could have been yeah. like this this needed a few rewrites like i think this needs yeah. to get back into the oven yeah, yeah. The, and we, we haven't time... even we haven't even we haven't even touched on like probably half the plot points unless you didn't <laughs> specify it like di- didn't like revel yeah, wouldn't have she wanted to bring back her mother as well? So oh, so so here's the big plot twist. Lovell has the soul of her mother in her body now because they put the red cube into Lovell. That's the big plot twist at the end. So so you Wait. find out that Lovell, the past five days, Lovell has had her mother's memories in her in her mind or whatever. Okay, so, so it wasn't level, it was her basically mom. Basically want to, well, she maybe wish she was still dead, so she want to undermine everything? Yes, that was the whole plot, ah. basically. She stole the cube so that she could undermine the whole plot that they had set up to try to bring her back because obviously she wants her daughter to be alive. <laughs> like... Um, maybe there were other ways to accomplish that. And she definitely could have been way more forthcoming with information because she doesn't tell Cliff this whole thing until right at the end of the story. You obviously find out for revelation purposes, but it doesn't really make any sense um, why she would keep all this info hidden from him when she is trying to undermine this whole conspiracy and plot by these people to try to resurrect her. Well, and, why do you know, simple when you can do complicated? <laughs> hey, 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 isn't it like there's a there's a thing, I think it's called like, um, fuck, I, I forget it, I think it's called the something, I forget the name of the principle, but basically like the most simplest answer mm-hmm. is usually the, the best, the most simple, but the author here is mm-hmm. just like, 
Mm, simple? Mm, nah, too easy. Let's do complicated. <laughs> it, it feels like this author just tried way too hard to make, a, like, to put as many interesting things mm -hmm. as possible into one book. Maybe they had time constraints, and that's why they tried to shove it into one book or whatever. But it feels like they tried to, they threw everything at the wall, but nothing actually, like, stuck. Yeah, it feels like, um, you know, it, I mentioned earlier, you know, before the cast, that it was technically an award winner. But it was Square Enix's awards, and they're the ones that published it. So it's almost like a rookie award. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't well, mean a whole lot. We're, but... we're Square Enix have written this book, and we have Square Enix have found this book really great. <laughs> yeah, but, one thing, but, but, one thing but, I yeah. um, also um, remember about this book is that half the plot points uh, would have been moot if people were just questioning one another on along the way. Um, yeah, most of the time of they are bad. either not believing what they are told or not mm -hmm. asking the right and mostly obvious questions. Mm -hmm. And um, the question party always neglects to offer up important information, even to friendly parties. Mm -hmm. And in yeah, one I mean, case, in yeah, one case, but... it's so ridiculous that the interrogator um, offers up classified information to the one <laughs> they are interrogating for no obvious reason. Yeah, I do think some of it, some of it does is pride. Some of it is like trauma that they don't, you know, converse more. But definitely there were some characters that definitely could have conversed more, especially Lovell. I mean, like Lovell slash her mom. She could have told Cliff a little bit more. I mean, they had private scenes and private moments. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess she maybe didn't want to involve him more. And he already was, but yeah, there there were there were definitely some characters that I think could have said more. But other ones, I do I do see that there are excuses basically for for why they weren't more forthcoming. Um, some characters, like one of them, is like Kiriko. You know, she's the one that kind of just flips off when um, Level shows up at the church with the cube, basically to say, "Oh, there's a you know this guy, you got to stop him." And then she flips uh, off and is like. I'm arresting you because you stole that cube from the church. And yeah. if she... Yeah. I'm not sure if this is the same scene I'm thinking of, but there's uh, one time when someone um, looks for someone and um, mm. asks, asks her about half the things he wants to know and then just drops her off somewhere. Then he meets <laughs> another person who has info and the item he's looking for, and he has reason to suspect he has both chats with him for a minute and leaves without asking for the item or asking any other relevant questions. So the plot is needlessly long. Mm. It could have been resolved in half the time if people just talked to another or asked the relevant questions. Yeah, but I do think I do think some of them, some of them definitely had a lot of excuses, like like relevant excuses. But some, but yeah, they're definitely there definitely were some that, that definitely did not. Yes, definitely, there are several such scenes in this in this novel, and even if you excuse half of them, then that mm -hmm. leaves still a lot. Mm. But yeah, I mean, not a whole lot more to say on this. Uh, we were, you know, reading a review before this one came on that said it felt like what did they say? Like coherent? They they said that it didn't feel like um, a rambling plot. 
Yeah. Let, let me let me pull it. Yeah. yeah go, oh go yes. Read it out so we can shame this person. No, no, no reason to shame because it's obviously their opinion. But shame. I just don't think it's yeah. one. One, th uh, one thing I just remembered. Um, uh, they are talking about trash golems in this novel time and mm -hmm. again, and I'm pretty sure what they meant was flesh golems. Yeah, probably translation like error. A, a translation error. Yeah, because uh... fle flesh golems basically are the golems that you rewrite like a dead human to become oh. a golem. Yeah, but, so it's basically just like a zombie yeah. that you re that you. Yeah. Basically, mm -hmm. but in the novel they're consistently called fresh golems, and I'm not sure if that is um, intentional or not. I don't think so. No, because that that sounds way more plausible. Flesh golems. Yes, it is. It's I, definitely I, I, what I'm the author sure, meant. Like going back to Bible references, isn't there like a Jewish story about a guy who makes golems and shit like that? There may be. There's a lot of references to religion in this one. Like even the golem no, names. Like, um, I, all I the golem names are religious. Religion, but the stuff I do know, mm -hmm. like I'm getting a lot of like Jewish vibes from this. Like definitely, definitely. The Tomara, mm -hmm. the golem. I'm, 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 mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a Jewish story about golems. We'll look it up. Hmm. Jewish story. So they are consistently so consistently called fresh golems in this book, mm -hmm. and oh, I know oh. R and L are letters that are um, easily uh, mixed up in Japanese translations. But still, um, this is just doesn't. Oh, you would think the translator would read it back to themselves and be like, "Yeah, this doesn't sound right." Yeah. Well, L listen, yeah, people don't do always work. Yeah, people hey. don't always reread themselves. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, but uh, that's what editors are for. Yeah. I I don't know what Cross Infinite Worlds process is. Like, I don't know. I know Justice talked about early on. They were pretty much a one, either one man or one woman uh, company. Like, I don't know if at this point, you know, how many people they had working for them if they had full editing process i don't know oh i don't know because i've never read a single one of theirs books mm. oh okay. they're not usually that bad hmm. oh no i'm just reading about golems this is pretty fucking interesting okay so okay so anything more to say about emeth i think uh bio you had some um uh oh, i was looking up that jewish golem story no they didn't make out flesh i was thinking of something else Oh no! I was just like reading about it. I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Uh, save this for later. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's. I think we've said all there is to say on this one. Pretty much all the major revelations, and just know that it's more convoluted than even yeah. um setting yeah. up. So translation, <laughs> it's shit. For show notes and related links, visit lightnovelpodcast.com.